Do you love a bargain? Well, so do I. That's why I started La Bella Archives pop-up shop. You can find it on the Poshmark app or in my link tree. I've already sold many products and got five-star ratings on all of my sales, from shoes to clothes to novelty items like gamer toys, tarot cards, and so much more. I always make sure that they're sold on time and you receive them in exactly the manner that they looked in the pictures. So if you're looking for a deal this holiday season for your family, check out my shop. There's always new products being added every week. Happy Halloween. It's me, your girl, Nikia. Welcome to another episode of Some Like It Hot. It is the Halloween episode. And I know I'm delivering it a little late because I did want it to come out on Monday. Um, Here I am anyway. And I've got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. And I'm trying really hard right now to make sure that I keep you guys entertain keep the content coming for those of you that are still tuning in and i do appreciate it i do see the quote unquote numbers you know nothing nothing like the big leagues but definitely it's good to see you guys tuning back in i appreciate it i know it was a long time um in between this season and last but let's just get into it because i don't have a lot of time this morning because i'm heading out the door to get a lot of things done in my personal life and you know, one day I am going to either tell you guys in some kind of, you know, Instagram, TikTok live, definitely going to write another book. Um, and I'm also going to be promoting my original book because I've had some long nights where I've thought about, should I let you guys know who my original, you know, what my original book was? Because I put that in a separate world. Um, and then the pandemic happened and, uh, just change those plans, right? Everything keeps happening and changing plans. I, my life has been one hell of a roller coaster the last few years. So I've been thinking about promoting that book as well. So you guys might hear about that soon. There might be a whole new um, promotional wing for that book. But for right now, I can't wait to divulge what's happening in my life to you guys very soon so that you can see and understand exactly the type of pressure I've been under while I was still trying to play, you know, Overwatch and Dead by Daylight and do a podcast and put content on my social media. And maybe, hopefully, you'll appreciate just how hard it's been for me and how hard I tried for you guys. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Everyone's going through something in their own way, right? And I actually had someone I was talking to and they were telling me about their day at work and how what a nightmare it was and giving me all the play-by-plays of that their time at work and I said at this point the only thing that's getting me through the last few weeks and 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 take this how you want is I keep hearing about what's going on on the Gaza Strip and all the civilians and children and all these people that are getting killed and Although I take no pleasure in that, I do take pause and think to myself, you know, I could be going through that. I could have a bomb land on my roof, take out most of my house, take off a limb, you know, be starving, be afraid, right? That's what's really going on. So while we're going to enjoy talking about horror movies right now and Halloween, just remember whatever else is going on in our lives, 
we're not going through that and we need to be grateful but also you know pray for all of those people over there all of them every single one of them the innocent people who are trapped in the middle of it okay with that being said let's talk horror movies very quickly so i never got around to seeing saw seesaw um i did want to but it just didn't happen i just i just never made the trip to the movie theater to go see it and honestly i saw enough of the trailers previews behind the scenes and i did read a review of it so that way i could kind of just get an idea of what it was like even though i don't have first-hand experience i will say that I do wish I went to go see that instead of The Exorcist. Okay, so the new Exorcist that just came out, that one I really do regret going to see. Because if you've seen the first Exorcist movie from 1975, I think, or 78, um, th- this one does not even touch it. Doesn't even touch it. The story's not even half as interesting. The acting is fine. All the actors were fine. Um... But when you have a movie like the original Exorcist, which has this like groundbreaking technology for their time, special effects, so to speak, and, you know, this vile dialogue that was part horrifying and also extremely hilarious. If you're going to try to recreate that, then you have to bring it, especially, you know, 40, 50 years later, you know, 40 years later, something like, like a long, a long time. Okay. Long, it's been a long time since the original came out. So if you're going to try to, you know, build upon that, then that's what you need to do. And you need to do it. Well, I think for anybody who has never seen the original exorcist, they may enjoy this new one, but I just, I thought it was Mostly a time waster, but I will tell you there are two really funny moments in there. There are two extremely funny moments in there that I don't know if they were meant to be funny, but I laughed. (laughs) And I still quote them all these weeks later after watching it. So, I mean, if that's worth it for you, go ahead and watch it, you know, but I would wait. I'd wait to watch it at home. And when it comes to Saw, I think I would have enjoyed that more from what I've read online and the, the things I've seen online, you know, there's, I guess there's this scene where someone gets hooked up to an eye vacuum, which is basically just two pipes, you know, two clear pipes they put on their each, you know, person's eyeballs. And I guess I'm assuming they have a test, they have to do something and they have to make themselves suck their own eyeballs out or they get killed. You know, it's, you know, it's saw it's, that's the thing. That's the thing about saw. You're going to get the violence, you're going to get the gore, you're going to get the the spring traps and all that shit, but it's not like you're going to be surprised by what's going on. The whole thing that made the original Saw scary was you didn't understand what was happening or what it was about, or the fact that it was horrifying that you were being told, you know, told to, you know, either maim yourself or die. You know, now after, you know, 20 of them... (laughs) We know what's going on. So, but from what I hear, everyone says it's pretty good. It's a throwback to the, the original two or three, then like the first three movies. Um, so I, I do wish I had taken the time to see it. I did not. However, I did take the time to watch 
Five Nights at Freddy's, which was on Peacock, and I have Peacock. So I said, okay, I'll take a, a gander at it. Now, my review of Five Nights at Freddy's is not going to be like everybody else's because, I, I don't know, I think maybe I'm just I'm just an alien from outer space. It seems like whenever I enjoy something, most people don't. And whenever I don't enjoy something, everybody loves it. <laughs> Everybody's so creative. <laughs> so I hated Five Nights at Freddy's. And the reason why I hated it was because I think that they just did a shitty job with it. Now, I didn't play the video game, but I did know what was going on and what it was about. And since they had to cater to not only trying to make it seem like it was still a horror movie, but also cater to the children that play the game and then the Gen Zers that grew up playing the original game, right? They had to, you know, tone down the blood, the violence. There's no sex. There's no nudity. There's barely any, you know, violent language or, you know, naughty language. It's just a simple you know, kids horror. If anything, it's on par with Goosebumps, which I think is a little bit more interesting than Five Nights at Freddy's. And I didn't even like Goosebumps. So Five Nights at Freddy's is about, um, spoiler alert. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Five Nights at Freddy's is essentially about a Chuck E. Cheese, right? It's just a, it's a different version of a Chuck E. Cheese with animatronics that, a bunch of kids were there and they went missing and one day and so they shut the place down but yet for some reason the place still has power running to it i don't know who's paying that bell and and it's shut down but yet everything still works there and people are being paid to watch it as a security guard also there's a blonde um catalog model that's pretending to be a police officer she is a police officer i don't even i didn't even get that she's a police officer who has all the free time in the world to continually just go hang out at this place and not do her job um she also stalks the the main character to his house that was weird um and so but anyway so these kids go missing obviously they're dead come to find out that they're really the ghost inhabiting these animatronics at this shut down Fast Freddy's food joint, whatever, right? And so the guy who gets uh, goes to work there as a security guard at night, because, you know, they don't need security in the daytime, just at night. That's when people are more interested. Could be the fact that they turn the lights on out front. I don't know. Anyway, so he's, he's guarding this place and these animatronics come alive right and they can talk and walk and move they they don't they don't even plugged into the floor like the ones that you know chuck e cheese these ones can walk around the whole building they have special abilities and whatever right so he has his own backstory it's semi-interesting <laughs> then he can't get a babysitter because the babysitter gets knocked off by one of the animatronics you'll have to watch the movie if you want to know why the babysitter got killed and how she even ended up in there and so he has to bring his sister who lives with him because his parents were also dead but we don't know why but we know his brother died but we we don't know how or his brother was kidnapped but we don't know why who and i don't think they ever answered why the parents died there was just a lot wrong and yet somehow if you read online in the comment section for this damn movie, I loved it. It was great. It was amazing. So good. Oh my God. All the children cheered. Everybody loved it. I'm like, 
I mean, I guess that's if that's your litmus test for if you like the movie that children liked it, then that's great. I like horror. So if children like it, it's not a good horror movie. I want children crying, shitting themselves, running out of the theater. That's the kind of horror movie I want. Five Nights at Freddy's does not provide that. So Five Nights at Freddy's was not a good movie to me. And a lot of the people who were commenting how much they love the movie and saying how great the movie was, they even said, I usually don't watch horror. I don't really like horror. I was only there because my, you know, my nephew likes it. And it's like, okay, so these are not people who watch horror. So they don't even have, you know, a, a thermometer to decide what horror is. So they think you know, this saw for children, because that's what it was, that if you want to really break it down, there was a lot of saw for children action going in there. I mean, there's literally a teddy bear head that has basically like grinders in it that will just, you know, like rip your face off and and someone gets strapped in a chair and it's coming at them. Okay, where's the pig? Like, where's the little doll in the corner laughing? Because this was basically like saw for children. That's all it really was. And, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's good things in there and there's interesting things in there, but I have to tell you, if you didn't watch this knowing what it was, you didn't play the video game, um, I fell asleep twice trying to watch this. It took me two days to finish it. Thank God I had it on Peacock because I was like, I'm determined to finish it so I could give an honest review. This is as good as it gets, children. That movie was not for true horror movie buffs. That is literally a movie for people who enjoyed playing the video game and that is it. And that is it, because otherwise you really don't know what's going on and you really don't care, to be honest. So it was, it's, it's going to be a no for me, dog. But okay, I saw Five Nights at Freddy, so now you know, there's your, there's your review. Um, <laughs> I did watch Goosebumps, and so the Goosebumps show sucks. That's my review. <laughs> the Goosebumps show sucks, but here's the thing to be fair to goosebumps it's on disney plus it's it's meant to be a disney horror right so i went into it expecting it not to be great but that's the horror part isn't really the issue for me i'm liking a lot of the stuff it reminds me of the books that i grew up reading and the old tv shows on nickelodeon that's actually doesn't bother me what bothers i think it was nickelodeon what bothers me about the goosebumps show on disney plus is they have this weird way of painting teenagers in all of the generations every single generation they always over heighten what the teenagers actually look and act like to the point where what ends up happening is they're not just showing you what teenagers act like but they're dictating what they want teenagers to act like right so a lot of teenagers become what they see in movies and tv i can say i know that I grew up watching, well, I'm going to age myself, but I grew up watching things like Mean Girls or before Mean Girls (laughs) and stuff like that, right? And then you watch that and then you want to mimic it. How often do we go, we're all wearing pink. We wear pink on Wednesdays. You know what I mean? You can't sit with us. Did we say that before we watched that? No. You said it after, right? So I don't like the way the teenagers are depicted in the show. And most specifically... It's like they're all on cocaine. The way that they speak is almost impossible to understand them. Now, to be fair, if your idea as an adult 
of what teenagers behave like is just watching social media, then your interpretation of that is, oh, all teenagers talk very quickly, they act very weird and erratic and sporadic, and they all have these weird personalities. Well, yeah, when they're holding a camera and they're trying to fit as much information in in 60 seconds as they possibly can, yes, they do. But that's not how they act all day. But that's how they're portrayed on the show. And it's it becomes jarring because you're not really watching teenagers. You're watching an interpretation of teenagers. Um, and I don't know why, but that bothers me the most. The story is okay. The graphics are okay. It's not remotely scary at all. But if you're just into it for the goosebumps of the goosebumps, then it's worth the watch for that. But it's not horror. If you want to watch something that's not really scary but a really good time um the new haunted house with um oddly enough jared leto is in it but you'd never recognize him and uh jamie lee curtis tiffany haddish there's a few others in there i'm missing but um oh danny devito's in it uh i liked it i enjoyed it thoroughly i thought it was a great fun time i was invested i liked i just liked it like i don't have anything negative to say it's pretty much the same story as it's been for the muppets one and for the one with eddie murphy they tweaked a few things here and there other than that i thought they did a great job i enjoyed it watch it watch it with your kids watch it alone it doesn't matter it's a good movie two thumbs up i really enjoyed it um Let's see, what else did I watch? Okay, I did watch American Horror Story and American Horror Stories. So, American Horror Story this season has Kim Kardashian playing Kim Kardashian as, um, (laughs) I think think she's a PR. I think she's like an agent of some kind, right? And so, Kim Kardashian, uh, we don't have enough time today to discuss this. We might have to do a whole episode about it. But I'll tell you this. The way that they wrote it, they made sure that Kim was able to kind of throw, sh- you know, like lick shots off at all the people and in the industry that she wanted to, but make it seem like it was part of the script. But if you're smart enough, you can tell they were definitely doing this at her behest. Because perfect example when she's like, oh, you're going to be on the cover of Vogue to her client, right? And she's like, I just got off the phone with Anna Wintour. I'm talking to her right now. Oh, I just love her so much. You know, she just loves me. But we all know that Anna Wintour hates Kim Kardashian and doesn't even want to sit next to her at the fashion shows. So you know they wrote that in just to get up her ass, you know what I mean? And, Kim, and it makes Kim that much more funny that she's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll fucking say that shit. <laughs> so, and then she just has these lines like, you know, she's she's having sex with this big fat guy and I, I don't remember why. I think he's a client too, but I don't know why she's fucking him. And she's just like, she gets out of bed and he's like, oh baby, we should go do this and this and that. And she's like, ew, gross. Don't make this like we're in a relationship. And he's like, but we aren't we? And she's like, no, I'm using you. You're using me and it's fine. <laughs> and it's like, I totally see her saying that. And that's when it makes you get to the point where you're watching the show and you're like, I wish Kim would just act like this on the Kardashians. Because I'm willing to bet this is pretty much who she is. Like, she can drop the I'm a nice girl and the crying act. Just be the evil bitch who does horrible things and then takes selfies and says, say, Gorgina. (laughs) Because 
I love it. I love that Kim Kardashian. I'd watch that all day. However, this show, I wouldn't watch. And that's the weird thing. The new season called Delicate of American Horror Story is terrible, but it's not because of Kim Kardashian. It's because the show sucks. The script is boring. Everything is boring. It's dull and lifeless to look at. The acting from a lot of the other characters are not great. You want me to believe that Michaela, whatever her name is, that used to be on Pose, you want me to believe that she's playing a single mother who happens to work for this lady? I'm not buying it. And it ain't just because she's trans. It's just because she can't sell it. I I wouldn't believe it if it was anybody else if they were acting as poorly as she is. I just, I'm not... I'm not buying her, 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 I think she, she's a one trick pony. I think she was good as Blanca on Pose. And I think it ends there. That's just my opinion. I don't watch, I've never seen her in any of her plays prior to being trans. I don't, I don't know any of that. I just know I've seen her on a couple of things and all I see is Blanca or someone who is putting in a lot of effort to, give off a personality that I'm not buying. And that's just, the, and that's just the facts. That's just the fact. I would have rather seen Angelica. Um, what's her name? Is it Angelica Ross? I think that's her name. Uh, I would rather see her play the, she would have been more believable as a single mom, but not, but not Michaela. Okay. So the thing about the show is it's supposed to be about a, a, an actress who is trying to have a baby. She's having all these complications. It's very, it's, I mean, let's be real. It's just a, a new version of Rosemary's Baby. That's what's going on for the most part. And it's just, it's annoying. It's not good. It's boring. It lacks the 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 panache of all the older uh, seasons. There's no good, funny, interesting characters that, except for Kim Kardashian. And that's what makes her the savior of the show, but you know everybody's going to blame her for why the show doesn't do well or, you know, gets canceled after this season. But she is not the problem on the new season of American Horror Story. She is actually the only thing worth watching it for, and that says something about how bad this season is. Now, as far as American Horror Stories, which is essentially um, their version of Tales from the Crypt without the wonderfully comical um, Crypt Keeper to introduce the stories. Um, I watched two of them. Now, they've had three seasons. I've never watched them before. This is my first time in engaging in any of this. I watched two of them. I watched the one with the fabulous Miss Lisa Renna on there, and she plays like a model agency um, owner or something. And I watched one about um, an AI that becomes obsessed with her her owner or whatever like it's like it's basically like an an alexa that becomes obsessed with the person that they live with so i'll briefly give you a synopsis of both and then i'll tell you what i think of the the show just from the two i watched from this season because there's only four episodes of this season of american horror stories um so the ai one i forgot to look it up but i think it was gwyneth paltrow that did the voice I'm almost certain it was Gwyneth Paltrow's voice. I mean, there was some times there where I was like, that's frigging Gwyneth Paltrow. I've watched enough Iron Man and and Avengers. And I was like, that's got to be Gwyneth Paltrow. So I'm willing to put money down. Like, I'll I'll put a dollar down that that's that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, there you go. So I don't know. But it sounded like Gwyneth Paltrow. 
And essentially what happens is there's another pandemic. This really rich guy is trapped in his mansion. Oh, wow. And another really rich person gave him a prototype for a new AI. That sounds like one of Paltrow. And she basically is like the ultimate AI. She learns, she adapts, she becomes, right? She can create an avatar of herself if you wear special glasses, sort of like Oculus, but just glasses. Um, You know, you can see her walking around or whatever (laughs) and she becomes obsessed with you know her owner and you can kind of see where it's gonna go you know oh she can tap into your iWatch she can tap into your phone she's she's attached to the entire internet well she has that much power and she's psychotic gosh I wonder if she's gonna kill people you know so that's what happens there's not a lot of blood and gore it's more of a psychological thrill um it was an interesting watch. I like that episode more than the one about the models. Um, you know, was it scary? No. Was it interesting? Sure. Did it bring us anything new that you didn't see on Black Mirror? No. No. So if you really want to get into an episode that's like that about the future technology that's going to destroy all of us and, and run your life and get obsessed with you, um, watch Black Mirror. That that will be better for you. Um, as far as the episode, I don't remember the name of it with the, the supermodels. Um, essentially, you know, there's this, this black model who she goes to, you know, this modeling agency and Lisa Renna is, runs it and she's fabulously Lisa Renna. I mean, she's just exactly what you expect her to be. Gorgeous fembot bitch, right? That's Lisa Renna. She's always been like that in everything she's ever done. Um, she basically tells this model, you're too fat, lose weight. The model tries to take Ozempic. Oops, I mean something else. <laughs> basically Ozempic. But because she has a condition, a heart condition, she can't take it. So this guy gives her some alternate medicine. Essentially, to, to save us all time, he gives her a tapeworm. And the thing is, through the whole episode, she never ever goes to an actual hospital and goes see actual doctors when she gets more and more sick. She just keeps going back to the same doctor and taking his advice, right? And it sounds pretty cool and scary, like, oh, she's got a tapeworm, oh, it's about to get, you know, whatever. But all that happens through the whole episode is she eats a lot and she's mean to people. That's it. And I would have rather seen Lisa Renna do something more mean, be more vindictive. She actually softened as the episode went on, which bummed me out. And there was no, like, she didn't, like, become a psycho killer, the girl with the tapeworm. Nothing. She just ate a lot and was mean to people. And then at the end, and I'm going to ruin it for you, so if you don't want to hear it, just, you might as well shut this off right now. At the end, she has to get the tapeworm out of her body. And it is sort of disgusting you don't really see that much but you get like the idea like oh my god i can't believe this is happening and then you know the tapeworm becomes like psychotic killing machine at the end which that part's pretty cool but it's literally you get like two minutes of that and then it's over so is it is it scarier than tales from the crypt no is it gorier than tales from the crypt no is it more psychologically thrilling than black mirror no could you pass and never see this show and live your whole life and be fine yes so i'd say american horror story and stories are failing on both fronts this year and they need to go back to the drawing board and get new writers um, they need to reassess what they're doing because it's it's going to be a no for me. It's a fail all the way around for, for both. So 
that's all I'm going to review for now. I did watch Chucky. You don't need a review of that. You either love Chucky or you don't. You either want to watch that show on USA or Peacock or you don't. I will say this season is violently bloody. I I almost vomited from one of the the scenes. So if you're into it, watch it. Um, uh, There's also, if you're listening to me on Halloween and you have Hulu, um, A Haunting in Venice or something like that is, is out on Halloween on Hulu. And they've been running a new trailer for it with all different like plot twists that it's actually like Agatha Christie's in it and all these other they didn't show any of that in the trailers they only showed Michelle Yeoh because she had been you know won her Oscar and stuff they didn't show any of that in the trailers that came out when the movie came out over the summer which I think it would have saved it if they had showed the new trailer so it looks actually pretty good so if you're interested in that it's on Hulu on Halloween and other than that you know Watch the traditional ones. Make sure you fit them in. Hocus Pocus. Watch Hocus Pocus too. Fuck it. You know, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, all the all the classics. You know, Halloween. All the classics. You watch them. You binge. You eat the chocolate. You howl at the moon. You do a seance at the witching hour. And then you go to bed. And then all of a sudden you wake up and Mariah Carey is in your ear for the next 90 days. All right. <laughs> It feels like 90 days. All right. So I will see you guys later this week for episode two. I hope you enjoyed my horror movie episode, my Halloween episode, and I've lost my voice. So I'm going to go. And until next time, keep it scary.